Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jay Grange is a teenage grime artist from Chelmsford. Just over a year and a half ago, he was excluded from school, struggled with his mental health and was diagnosed with ADHD. Fast forward to now though, and this 17-year-old is doing what he loves, making music. And that's something that he says has helped him come to terms with his condition. But it's also crucial for his mental state, and that's a message the musician wants to promote far and wide. After getting into trouble when he was younger, he now sees it as his way to give back to children who also struggle to be understood and struggle to cope. Through mentoring sessions that he holds through a charity, and now his music, that's one powerful way of spreading that message. Brought to you by Essex Live, this is Humans of Chelmsford, and this is Jay Grange's story. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, man. Um, thank you so much for joining us and talking about your music. And of course, there's the, the mental health battles there as well. And a lot of positive messages we're hopefully going to take apart and go through on this episode. Of course. We'll start off then um, with your own sort of past and the things you've dealt with uh, in regards to your mental health, but also your ADHD. So can you start off just by describing to us what you've had to go through and, and kind of what, what challenges you've had to face up to? Well, I was diagnosed with ADHD a couple of years back now, 18 months to be precise. And um, before that, it was just the constant being misunderstood, um, not being able to fit in with everyone else because of the, the problems you have. Um, it was a relief when I found out that I had ADHD because the way I was acting, I knew, well, that's why I was doing it sort of thing. Um but up until then, it's very hard. I mean, it was really playing with me, um, not knowing, um, just unknown, really. Is, was there a sense that people didn't understand from your point of view that there was something going on in the background? Um, yeah, definitely. I think there's a few people that mentioned it. Um, oh, 
he might have this, he might have that, like, just saying to me, but they didn't actually know. But apart from that, everyone seemed to just brush it under the carpet. I mean, no one really n noticed or, yeah, people didn't really understand what was going on with me. Um, people suspected it, but no one actually really knew. Apart from Deep down, I knew there was something um, because I just weren't acting like everyone else. And it was frustrating in a way, but sometimes you have to get used to it. But it was just frustrating when you could never really do anything right getting misunderstood and then eventually a doctor from chomps have found out i mean so when you're growing up growing up in school as well and i suppose you're constantly being told to do this differently or do things better that must grind down on you a lot particularly when you're at that age as well yeah 100 percent. i mean especially it's almost like in some ways you feel like you're the target a little way so it does seem that everyone else is sort of the teachers not on their case but they're on your case i mean a few teachers said to me you wouldn't amount to anything and all that but in a way it just spurs me on you know i mean maybe they didn't know i feel sorry for teachers in school i don't think they have enough staff or knowledge about mental health to actually pick up on everyone that has it so in a way i can't be annoyed with anyone for not understanding me but it did get frustrating very frustrating um, and as, as frustrating as it is and with all that going on in your head um, and I know you've mentioned that in the past it led to you to making wrong decisions and things like that so I mean, what kind of things are we talking about and how then essentially did music help you get out of that black hole that you were in um, it was just the standard stuff really that very common nowadays just going down the wrong path getting in trouble with the police a few times um, luckily I grew out of it and thought well I need to change here and that's when music come along because I thought I can't keep living like this because it's only going to end one way um, as soon as I recorded some songs and that I just found a love for it I thought this is what I want to do and I just want my music to make everyone else happy because it's quite an upbeat vibe sort of like a pop rap sort of style club sort of vibe so everyone just have a good time really nothing too serious just enjoy it and um yeah it just made me enjoy my life a lot more as well was there any sort of defining moment or key moment that made you think right n enough is enough time to change the direction i'm going in um yeah it was actually when i went to court and i thought i stood in there and i thought i can't I need to change because uh, I don't want to live this life. I want to do something that's going to make me successful and that. Um, I think it was seeing my family very disappointed with me as well. My mum always crying. My family was very supportive. Um, so they was a part to play to, for me to change my life. Um, there was times where they didn't give up on me but said enough's enough. Um, but they were a big part to me changing as well. It shows just how important your friends and family of course, yeah. are in terms of changing your ways it's not just for you then it's for everyone else around you as of well of course if you've got a supportive family or if you're someone who's in the wrong place at the moment or doing the wrong things or make sure you talk to your family i know certain people have difficulty talking to their family or they might have family issues but always know that your family still love you and they're always going to help you whatever happens but you've got to trust them Turning to music now, and 
you mentioned there about wanting people to have fun and that you know your music's upbeat yeah. and that sort of thing it's essentially an escapism is having music and taking you away from your troubles before you actually started making music yourself is that what you use music for is to kind of escape from all all those problems even if it's just listening to other artists yeah definitely because i mean there's certain certain artists called post malone and um tiger a lot of american artists that i listen to and once i listened to them i felt quite inspired there's a song by post malone called congratulations um and the lyrics he's using now i think are very inspiring great guy great lyrics and when i listened to that song i thought it's just it made, it made me go cold it's quite inspirational um so i thought i want to do my own music i want to be like that. i want i want to people to feel that way when listening to me even if it's a couple people they're still fans they're still people enjoying my music is there a lot of those inspirations then i suppose you've taken now and looking to put the same sort of message in your lyrics yeah my my songs are not necessarily directed about mental health the lyrics aren't about mental health i have got a few songs that i'm going to release about mental health um but they're mainly like you said they're just upbeat they're upbeat so people should have a good time listening to them and i want if people are feeling down i want my songs to just make them think this guy he's come from a place that i am and i can do anything with my life if other people can change it how is your mental health now then now that you've got sort of a path and something to aspire to um obviously if you've got mental health it doesn't go in a way it can be reduced you can obviously i still have flashbacks here and there and i still have my bad days but you think even with my music some days i think i don't want to do it anymore um you get a bit paranoid about well what other people might think about your music but then if that as soon as that goes out of my head i think no nah, i'm just gonna go for it and i'm gonna as long as people are happy then listening to my music then i'm happy that's what i've always said about sort of mental health as well if, if you've had it it's not so much it goes away, it's that you become better at managing it and not letting it overpower you. Yeah, definitely. Um, once you know about yourself more as well, you can almost sort of control it. You think, well, actually, this is how my body functions or this is how my brain functions. This is how I'm going to present myself and try and ignore the mental health. Because in a way, uh, mental health is... It can actually help. I mean, my ADHD, ADHD has definitely helped with my music, um, the creativity side of things, um, you can use it to an advantage, mental health. It's not just a demon against you that's trying to bring you down. You can actually use it as a positive way. I mean, everyone that has mental health is very special in their own way. It's don't ever think you're different to anyone else or you, because you have mental health, you can be described as someone that needs special needs or something. You're, you're the same as everyone else. It's just your brain functions differently to others. Like mine. Mine does. So... You can put your mind to anything you want to do and go and do it because and don't let anyone stop you it's a large part of that accepting yourself as well for who you are definitely i know a lot of people that have got mental health and they're they're very down about it but they don't they're great people and they don't know how great they are and it gets them down they think well i've got mental health i'm a failure and all this but you shouldn't that's not the way to look at mental health because if you have mental health you're a very special person like I just said, you, your brain just functions differently to other people. Um, don't ever let it get you down. Use it as a positive and work around it and put anything your mind to. Like I said, go and do it. And bearing those messages in mind, 
Um, is that partly why you felt it was so important to go into the mentoring side of things? Because that is also what you spend some of your time doing now as well. Yeah, I do a bit of men- mentoring here and there for a great charity in uh, Enfield. When I'm in London, I go down there. Great team there. They're really good. Great success rate. Um, I help kids that have been in gangs take drugs. Um, they The charity itself works with domestic violence and stuff like that. I don't work with that. But... I got into mentoring because I thought I want to give my experience because I did I did have it really tough. I know everyone says they've all got their own judgment of something, but I know that I really did have it tough. Um, and I get into mentoring because I just want to help other people because it's something really close to my heart. Um, if I help someone, I will feel proud of myself, and also my mental health will get better as well because I know that I've helped someone. Um, Something that I want to talk about is um, I believe that someone like myself or someone that's going through something like ADHD or any type of mental health should go into schools and talk to the children that have ADHD and mental health because people can relate to people like them. So with my artist website that I'm in the middle of creating now, I want to offer a service very soon about me going into schools or different types of... um, what's the word um educations colleges and having a chat to people about it because if you relate to something you most likely listen to people more so i was going to say arguably the messenger is just as important as the message of um, course rather than you know someone who's read a book you've actually been there firsthand definitely yeah um when you've experienced something you've got the knowledge of it i mean people that haven't experienced something they can't really they can just use facts or statistics they can't actually use their own judgment and actually know the right things to say because i hear a lot of stuff that people say to people that having mental health myself it's very very forward people that people that have mental health don't want to just be told to talk they don't just be like well you can talk to me because people with mental health a lot of people can't talk to people and by saying that it's then going to make them feel worse because now they can't talk to people so you have to be you have to have the the knowledge i believe and i really want to help a lot of the behavioral behavioral school that i went to called haybridge um last year or a couple of years ago they have invited me in to do a a sem- um at their end of year awards next year They've invited me in to do that, to have a talk to the kids, because obviously they're something close to my heart and have experienced what I've experienced. So it all comes down to having the knowledge of something that's happened to you, because if you don't, I don't believe you can help someone. That's just my opinion. Which is a large part of why your music is the way it is as well, because I imagine it's drawing on those personal experiences all over again and putting out those messages. Yeah, when I do music, it's when I'm listening to my music I get quite I'm quite proud because where I come from I mean don't get me wrong my music can really improve I can really take it up a few levels I'm just getting started it's a very good I've got a great producer who's worked with some very top artists Jess Glynn develop her um, Emily Sande he's worked with a French artist called Zifu um, he's a very good guy I've got a good team around me that give me opportunities like this um, and I just think that if I can do it, other people in mental health can do it. Is Do we fully understand mental health yet? Or is it still 
taking some time for that message to be put out there and, and properly understood by people who I suppose ultimately make the decisions about where services might go where uh, health assistance might go and things like that but even from a, a basic level whether it's family who, who might have a child who's going through stuff like that as well yeah I, be, I believe we we do understand mental health a little bit now I see a lot of people a lot more people talking about it but I don't believe at the moment just yet that people know what to say to people with mental health and how to help them exactly because I see a lot of this stuff that I think that isn't helping someone you need you need it's all about talking if you can talk to someone then but someone you trust because you wouldn't just talk to anyone I believe that certain messages as well from people that deal with mental health are wrong as well I mean I think a lot more money should be pumped into mental health services before police forces because if you take away the take away the um, mental health aspect of things a lot of crime will be solved as well I believe because I know when my mental health got better I started going down the right path whereas if it hadn't of I probably would have been inside or wherever I think there's a big connection between the mental health side of things and doing making the wrong choices in life because no one no one wakes up and thinks I'm going to do this um, especially in school um, it's a lot of understanding you have to understand people to know why they do something because I hear a lot of teachers say and this isn't me moaning at teachers I've got respect for all my teachers but um, I believe that when teachers say oh you don't know what I've experienced today or I think that's sometimes a little bit degrading to pupils that most likely do have something going on at home very badly about their mental health Um, a a lot of people with mental health um, get in trouble at school as well it's a common denominator and I believe it's because teachers and other people working within the school don't know what actually goes on behind closed doors and it's quick to judge someone or say they're a naughty kid or label them the troublemaker of the class or the one with the bad reputation but to be fair I wouldn't have changed my behaviour at school for anything because I am where I am today and I everything happens for a reason and I believe if if you're misbehaving at school it's not because you choose to misbehave at school it's because there's just something with your brain that people that you can't function properly to behave or make the right choices so I think the label of naughty kids and bad reputation or one of the worst children in the class or whatever you want to label I think that needs to stop because 99% of the time there's a reason behind it there's always a deeper meaning behind it um, yeah definitely deeper reason behind it. because no, like I said no one goes into school one day or even in work or wherever and goes I'm going to do this today or I'm going to do this today it just there's a reason behind it there is a reason behind it and I want people especially teachers I'm not saying anything disrespectful to teachers here but I think they need to understand mental health a lot more and I think that's why I want to and people like me should come into schools and do assemblies and um, talk about it because real recognised real is the saying exactly and I mean doing this job for as long as I've done this job now and that's one of the key messages that's come out to me um, not just in terms of 
helping to bring down crime and stuff like that, but mental health has deeper ripple effects. Um, if you look at homelessness, for example, a lot of people have ended up on the street because somewhere in their past something has gone horribly, horribly wrong and they've had to go through something horrific that no one else would imagine going through it all comes down to that comes down to a lot of these a lot of certain circumstances you see homeless people for example like you just mentioned you see for that that because of mental health or they've never had the support there to actually change their life no one's ever had the had the courage to go up to them and say look mate you're a great person you can change your life they've never had that support behind them so that's all they've known luckily i've due to my uh, my um, psychiatrist and my family around me that I've realised that having mental health isn't nothing bad and you shouldn't think because you have it that you're different. Um, but, yeah, like you said, a lot of that sort of thing comes down to just the r- making wrong choices comes down to mental health a lot of the time because you've just never had the the support the family around you or the or your brain just hasn't allowed you to and that's nothing bad it's all about just focusing your mind on something that you enjoy doing or even just helping other people because people that have mental health have been through a lot are always the people that are the kindest and will always talk to anyone because they've experienced something you know there's a saying you glow through what you go through I think it is you once you've experienced something you can look up and change it Um, but then going on to the music side specifically now, and um, considering you're still so young as well, I mean, you're only 17 at the moment, um, one track is out on YouTube, there's another track coming tonight as we record. Um, yeah. There seems to be a lot of momentum suddenly building in your favour. Um, yeah. So what are kind of the aims, what's the targets here? My targets with music are to keep producing good standard music, um, hopefully get signed in the next few years because it's not a short process a lot of hard work and courage needs to go into it and but my ultimate game is to get gain is to get signed um, work on a few more projects like you said I've got a track coming out tonight on link up TV at six o'clock um, just music for everyone to enjoy really is my ultimate aim and to understand that if you've got mental health or whatever you can change your life in an instant by doing stuff you enjoy. How is your relationship with the music industry as well? Because I think back to a previous guest on this podcast. It was Katie Jackson, who's the lead singer of a rock band, Tigress. Um, and she's a female lead singer in a rock band as well, which was part of our whole conversation. But she said she loved and hated the music industry in equal measure. Um, have you reached that point where the frustrations can get down you but ultimately you're there for the love of it of course the music industry is like the showbiz industry it's a tough industry to get in it's not what you know it's who you know um you do get a lot of knockbacks people not believing in your music but for every 10 haters you have you have 100 fans or 100 people that like your music it's just the way it goes i was looking at a top song the other day by one of my favorite artists and i looked at their amount of dislikes and it was over 10,000, but they had over 500,000 likes so you're always going to get fans you're always going to get haters but you do get knockbacks but you have to it's like mental health what I've experienced with mental health you have to just push through it you have to know that okay well maybe I do need to um, maybe make my music sound a bit different or yeah but you do get a lot of knockbacks so you've just got to push through it and understand that not everyone's going to like your music but 
that's just where it is not everyone's gonna like you in life but some people gonna love you it's just just keep doing your thing and don't let anyone bring you down or how how hard is that to keep doing your thing because i imagine people will keep giving you obviously feedback is helpful but then do you still want to stick to what feels right to you as well yeah i mean if you're in the music industry sticking your authenticity is key i mean don't change your music because you might get a few bad comments or you might get a load of dislikes i mean just do your thing and because you'll always get like i just said you'll get more fans than haters you'll get more people love your music than hate it but it all comes down to your self-belief again it relates back to mental health if you believe in yourself you can do some good things in life you can achieve some great stuff but if you don't then nothing's going to happen so yeah and one uh, side point I take from that as well it's something I've spoken to quite a few guests about um, both on this podcast and my other podcast is obviously when you're just starting out as you are in the music business social media is a massive player in getting people to hear your stuff but then social media also has the flip side in that you can have the haters you can have the trolls coming out left right and centre do you also have to be careful not to fully immerse yourself in that world so that it kind of takes over I mean I always believe if you put something online then it's there for the world to see it isn't leaving online um, that's your choice I mean people are always going to hate you people are you, hate normally comes from jealousy or people that want to be in your shoes but then you get people that are just giving constructive criticism and they just don't like your music but at least they can say to you I'm not a fan of this but you can improve on this and that's the sort of thing that I, I love but you do get if you put something online social media you are going to get fake accounts or even people who just don't like you dislike your tracks or dislike you or just take fun at whatever you're going to do but that's just something you have to deal with I mean if you if you want to get into an industry like music or sport or showbiz you're always going to have haters but you're always going to have people that really love you and really admire what you're doing um and that must be the rewarding side of things when the, people come that's the rewarding side yeah i mean the other day i put my new song preview out and um i got loads of great feedback like this is amazing or this is hard my my g and all stuff like that you know from my guys but um you i also got someone say this is cringy but the funniest thing is that people are quick to judge because this this person who i'm not going to name actually in her Instagram bio, she actually has some fundraising stuff. So actually, she has mental health herself. Um, she works for a mental health charity. So um, it all comes down to sometimes people are quick to judge as well. I mean, if she had a new maybe what I was doing, she wouldn't be so forward on it. But you're always going to have, like I said, people that love your music and people that hate it. But you just got to ignore that. Exactly. Um, for anyone who might be interested in keeping tabs on your uh, your music and your career where can they go and find all that information um at the moment i'm just about working on a website an artist website obviously it'll be called j grange um instagram my instagram's j grange i've got a good following on there i haven't got twitter or facebook i'm in the middle of doing that now in the process um you can find me on youtube my music will be on some rap channels very soon spotify j grange apple music itunes tidal deezer all of them i'm on there um, if you like my music just support me really um, the message to everyone out there is just 
if you've got something in life that you want to do, whether it be building or plumbing or football, sport, whatever, just do it and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Um, anyone that wants to get into the music, be authentic. Don't write lyrics that you think people are going to like. Just think what's in your head or what you actually want to write about. Because at the end of the day, people love people who are real. Not many people listen to people that are not talking sense in a way. Um, but yeah, that's just the thing with music. If you've got a dream for it, just go for it. Like you say, it's that authenticity, but also behind that authenticity is you, the person. Of course, I think yeah. people can connect with. with pe- it all comes down to if people like you as well. I mean, people can like your music, but not like you as a person. I mean, I know top rappers that are hated, but people still listen to their music. It's just if you're producing good things, then you get good rewards come back to you. Um, it's all down to authenticity, what, what you enjoy, your passion. Um, and you need people that believe in you because it, it can get disheartening when you do get bad comments or people you feel don't believe in you. Like with my mental health, I don't believe the people around me believed in me. Not many people, but you've just got to think, well, actually... There might be a reason for that or they just don't understand me. So it, it relates. People just might not understand your music or it all comes down to the same thing. Exactly. And my final question then before I wrap up this particular episode of the podcast, quite a big question as well, so apologies in advance. What do you think is the, the key lesson, the biggest lesson you've taken for yourself through everything you've been to up until this point? The the choices I made, some things I did to a, a few teachers, the things I said, um, cr- sort of crime, stuff like that, that I was getting myself into, all stuff like that made me think oh, I need to change here. Um, yeah, that's a big question. Big question, mate. Um, yeah, mainly just the choices I made. I can't really go into too much detail, but uh, you, re- I don't regret it because it's made me to where I am today but obviously it's not the route I wanted to take before I certainly found out that I had mental health or why I'd been acting like that Um, but my last thing to say really is anyone out there that has got mental health depression, anxiety, ADHD whatever it is it's a big spectrum there's loads of things make sure that never never let people get into your head or always feel what's good for you do what's good for you there's always someone out there for you as well even if you don't believe it if you think that something in your life's going wrong or you could change do it don't let people if someone says you know don't do that but you want to do it just go with it because it will all everything happens for a reason and it will all come back to put you in a good place if you've got mental health never believe that no one's there for you and whatever you want to do, just go for it. Because you only live once as well. That's the thing I always say. If you had a few more lives, you'd, you'd, you'd probably think, well, let's just have fun this life. You know what I mean? Let's just get in trouble. I mean, but you only got one life, so you can't waste it. Um, that's just my big message. I just think, I hope everyone listening to this podcast understands what I'm saying about that. And um, yeah, just never give up on yourself. Or if you're someone listening to this podcast that, has a child that's got mental health or has a brother that's got mental health or a friend or a girlfriend, boy, whatever you want to say, make sure that you speak to them and say, are oh, you all right? Because feelings are, especially in this day and age, everyone wants to put on a front. 
uh, oh, I'm good, my life's cushy, you know what I mean? But it's not always cushy. It's not always as lavish as people make out. Um, so just talk to people. Talking's the best thing to do, but within reason. Um, just make sure that everyone around you's in a good place. And if you suspect anything, don't be too fr- straight up about it, but try talking to the person. Um, yeah, just make sure that everyone around you is good. And just like I said in my interview that I did last week, um, just go and conquer the world. Just do what you want to do. It'll all come out to make to amount to something. Conquer the world. Perfect message for everyone on this podcast. Conquer the world. And uh, with that, I'll, that's a perfect place to end. So thank you. Thank Appreciate you so it. much for, for coming you. on. Um, and of course, I'll put some links to um, your YouTube channel in particular in the show notes, so everyone can find it there. Yeah, of course. Thank you. And best of luck with everything and likewise with the mentoring because like I said oh, there's, thank you, yeah. there's a lot of important messages to take and there's something very important to be said for it coming from someone like you who's actually gone through it and have lived in that position of, yourself of course people like me like I said before should be talking to people like me in schools or wherever and really get the message across because real recognise real Thank you for tuning into this episode of Humans of Chelmsford, which is the final episode in this current series. You can find all of our previous episodes in this series and even further back on Acast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or on the Essex Live website. Don't forget we also still have our social media pages on Twitter and Facebook where you can keep an eye on the show and its updates. If you feel like you have a story to tell on this podcast, then just get in touch through there. That's it from us this week, listeners. The podcast will be back in the near future.